Welcome to the Always Evolving Podcast. This is a podcast about living an awake, aware, conscious life. It's about recognizing that our lives are a product of the choices that we make, and the ripple effects of those choices impact our families, our communities, and the world. So let's choose wisely. Basically, if it helps to evolve us as individuals, then we will likely cover it at some point on this podcast. Because, after all, we are always evolving, and in all ways. I'm your host, Erica Boucher. Today I want to talk about how to make or break any habit with effortless ease by harnessing the power of your subconscious mind. We are our habits. Our lives are the sum total, the accumulation of all of the habits we have created over a lifetime. Some of those habits serve us, like brushing our teeth and taking a shower every morning. But some of the habits we picked up along the way do not. Maybe the habit is smoking cigarettes. Maybe it's a habit of drinking too much or spending too much. And sometimes it's simply a habit that we know we would be better off without, that the quality of our lives would dramatically improve if that habit were not a part of it like negative self-talk or lying. And just like the habit of brushing our teeth and taking our showers started with the choice to do it one day and then to repeat it the next day and then to repeat it the day after that until it became so automatic we really don't even have to think about it. It's not something we have to talk ourselves into. It's just something that we do. All the negative habits, those habits that don't support us so well, were created in the same way. Something caused us to reach for this thing or engage in this behavior, and there was some sort of payoff that had us reaching for it again, and then again, and again, until it became a pretty firmly entrenched behavior. The good news is that once you understand some things about the mind, specifically the subconscious mind, you can harness that knowledge, that power, to make it easier to make or break any habit with ease. First, we must start with an understanding that the subconscious mind is the part of the mind that carries out our habitual conduct, all of those behaviors that we engage in with little to no effort or thought. And just as this can create habits we don't want, that don't serve us, this power can be harnessed to give us what we do want. The first tip I want to give you is around focus. As I often tell my coaching clients, focus on what you want, not on what you don't want. If we focus on the habit that we want to be free of, that does not serve us, we are giving that habit an awful lot of power, an awful lot of attention. Realize this, two opposing ideas cannot be held at the same time. Again. Two opposing ideas cannot be held at the same time. So knowing this, if we focus on what we want, we start to put the energy and attention into the new habit, the new behavior. If we focus on our own growth and development and evolution, then those things that no longer serve us, that no longer resonate with us, will start to fall away. We won't have to make such difficult, painful decisions if we simply focus our minds on what we are creating and what we are growing. 
For example, a friend once told me, smoking quit me because she had embarked on such a path of personal growth, had started practicing yoga and eating well, and suddenly smoking no longer fit into the life that she was living and loving. The idea, the image, the reality she was living her way into of living a healthy lifestyle no longer fit with the now old image of her smoking. Because two opposing ideas cannot be held at the same time, the more she focused on what she wanted, the more she focused on growth and expansion, the old behavior was literally choked out. There was no longer room for it. So focus on what you want, not on what you don't want. The second way to harness the power of the subconscious mind is to visualize yourself already living and being this new behavior. The subconscious mind is the seat of imagination and responds well to images, which is why guided imagery is so effective. Because if we can see it, we can live it. The subconscious mind does not know the difference between what is real and what is imagined. It thinks in terms of imagery. Think about that for a minute. If you can give it an image to work with, if you can visualize success in whatever endeavor you are working on, you can create it. You can bring it into reality. Because the subconscious is the seat of imagination. That is where you want to plant those seeds. And also metaphors work well on the subconscious mind, which is why storytelling has such a powerful influence on us. Think about the stories that we tell children. And every one of those stories has a moral, has a purpose. And the main character often overcomes some obstacle, learns something, grows in some way. And in hearing that story, the child has that experience, learns that lesson. The child becomes the hero of that story in his or her own mind. Storytelling is one of the most powerful ways to influence both a child's young mind, but also adults. If there's a habit you are ready to make or break, I recommend going home and journaling about it this evening. In your journal, write about who you were, who you are, and who you will be, having already accomplished this. Start to see this in your mind. Start to live in this story. And another one of the most powerful ways to influence the subconscious mind is through repetition. They say it takes 40 days to make or break a habit, but it really takes that one defining moment of choice, followed by another defining moment of choice, where we interrupt the old thought pattern and replace it with the new one. And we do this over and over and over again. That's the key. You have to recognize the old thought, the thought pattern that no longer serves you, so that you can interrupt it. You interrupt it and you replace it with the new thought, the new image that you are creating. And you do it over and over and over again. Just like as children, we probably fought our parents when they were teaching us to brush our teeth every day. And we may have fought them on taking daily showers, those eventually became habits. Now we do it regularly and without even having to give it much thought. 
Even though you may have some resistance, there may be some part of you resisting this new behavior you are generating. If you are persistent and repetitive, you will get there. It will happen. Depending on how strong you are in your conviction, that shift could happen for you with that very first defining moment of choice. Let me give you an example. When I was very young, in my early 20s, I was a smoker. I had just gotten married and realized I was beginning a new life. And I was very clear that there was an opportunity to be very conscious of what I was creating in my new life. Somehow, even at that young age, I had that realization. I had the appreciation that I had a new beginning in front of me. And I really wanted to start my new life off on the right foot. I decided to quit smoking. So I was focusing on this new life I was creating a life of health and happiness. And because I was focusing on that, the smoking did not fit anymore. Because remember, two opposing ideas cannot be held at the same time. But I knew I was going to be challenged because I liked smoking at certain times. After eating a meal, when I was driving in my car, when I was taking my breaks at work with my friend and coworker, who was also a smoker. And I remember thinking that my challenge was going to be in those moments, making a different choice. So I saw myself taking a break with my coworker and going outside and simply enjoying being in nature, taking some deep breaths and maybe doing a little bit of stretching. And after a meal, I would get up and go to the bathroom and wash my hands. Or if I was at home, I would get up and start cleaning the kitchen. I replaced the old behavior with a new one. But the key was the repetition. I did it over and over and over again. The more we engage in a behavior, the stronger it becomes, the more embedded it becomes. It becomes a well-worn groove in the mind. So if there's a well-worn groove that you no longer want, and you choose to interrupt that thought pattern, if you stop it from continuing along that path and you create a new groove for your thoughts, It's kind of like a train jumping tracks. You literally jump tracks mid-thought, mid-groove. Then that new groove starts to become more and more worn in, more and more familiar, more and more comfortable and easy to follow. One other way to support yourself here is to work with a mantra or an affirmation. Maybe the mantra or affirmation is, I'm getting healthier every day, or Every choice I make supports my highest vision of myself. Or whatever is going to support you in holding this vision in a steadfast way. One caution here, make sure you frame your affirmation positively. So rather than saying, I no longer want to smoke, again, focus on what you are creating and state it as if it's already happening. For example, every day I feel healthier, happier, and freer in all areas of my life, or whatever works for you, whatever you come up with. Back to my smoking story. I've got to tell you, I made such a powerful choice around creating a new healthy lifestyle for myself. I was so clear in my mind that when I made that very first choice, when I broke that first habit pattern of having a cigarette after a meal and having a cigarette with my friend on our break, that was so powerful that it made it easier to do it the second time and easier to do it a third time. So in my case anyway, it actually wasn't that difficult. In fact, my friend and coworker and others around me were commenting about how easy I made it look. And quite honestly, it felt easy. 
Once I held a new, stronger vision in my mind, it actually felt easy. Probably because I had made the conditions unfavorable for that old behavior in my mind. It no longer fit with what I was focusing on and what I was envisioning for myself. And I prepared myself by recognizing that this was probably something that was going to come up several times, frequently for a while. And I was going to have to make that choice more than once, over and over and over again. Because I prepared myself for it, somehow it was easier. Which takes me to the next step or tip on how to harness the power of the subconscious mind to help you make or break any habit with effortless ease. And that tip is simply, easy does it. Easy does it. The subconscious mind is stronger than the conscious mind, which is why willpower alone so rarely works. There is a rule of the mind, a law of the mind, called the law of reverse effect, which says that when dealing with the subconscious mind and its functions, and remember, carrying out our habitual behavior is one of its functions, the greater the conscious effort, the less the subconscious mind responds. So again, this explains why willpower alone rarely works. For example, the harder you try to go to sleep, the more wide awake you become. So rather than counting on willpower alone, we have to change the images we are holding in our mind. Because again, the subconscious mind thinks in terms of images and stories. And one of the ways we influence the subconscious mind is through repetition. There's another law of the mind called the law of dominant effect, or the law of predominant mental images, which merely says that the strongest emotion always wins. The subconscious mind is our emotional mind. It's not the analytical, logical thinking mind. That's the conscious mind. The subconscious mind is also our emotional mind. It thinks in terms of emotion, and the strongest emotion always wins. So for example, if you are really excited about a new job opportunity, maybe it's a job opportunity that you've been thinking about and fantasizing about and working towards for many, many years. If that job opportunity finally landed in your lap, but then all of the fear comes to the surface, maybe it's fear that, I wanted this job for a really long time. Now I hope I can actually do it, that I can actually do a good job. Or maybe the fear is around making a change and leaving your old friends behind. Or maybe the fear is around the increased hours you're going to be expected to work and the impact that's going to have on your life and on your family. If the fear and the self-doubt are the strongest emotion for you in that situation, you will probably end up passing up on that job opportunity even though it was the one that you wanted. However, if your enthusiasm and excitement for this new job is stronger than your fear, if you see yourself really expanding into your new role and you see yourself doing well, you see yourself being successful, then your enthusiasm and excitement for this new job will be stronger than your fear and you'll take the job. So now apply this same principle to whatever habit you are making or breaking. Remember, the strongest emotion wins. If your self-doubt is stronger than your motivation, your enthusiasm, your excitement for what you are creating, then the chances of you being successful may not be so great. 
However, if you can feed that emotion of enthusiasm and excitement and motivation, or whatever it is that is driving you to want to make this new choice, this new habit in your life, then you will be successful. So again, focus on what you want, not on what you don't want, and keep focusing in that new direction. Visualize, hold a very strong and clear image in your mind of you and your life with this new behavior, this new habit already in place. Focus on that image and do this repeatedly. You're literally reprogramming your subconscious mind with where you're focusing your thoughts, the images you're choosing to hold in your mind, and how frequently you repeat that. And easy does it. Try not to go at this with pure willpower alone. Because remember, the subconscious mind is stronger than the conscious mind. And due to that law of reverse effect, the more effort you put forth with your conscious mind, the less the subconscious mind responds. But the subconscious mind is the part of the mind that carries out our habitual conduct and behavior. So if you really want this to stick, you've got to get the subconscious mind involved. And this is how you do it. Focus on what you want. Visualize it as if it's already happening, as if it's already a part of your reality. And hold that vision in your mind repeatedly. And easy does it. It may not serve you to try to muscle your way through this new behavior you are generating. Let your subconscious mind work for you, and you will find yourself making and breaking any habit with effortless ease. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Always Evolving. Please feel free to share this episode with anyone you think might appreciate it. And if you enjoyed this podcast, Let me know by giving me a five-star rating and help our ranking so we can reach more people who might be inspired by our message. Until next time, remember, our lives are a product of the choices that we make. Choose wisely. This podcast is brought to you by my book and life coaching program, Showing Up Naked. Showing up naked is a metaphor for living so authentically, it's like you're showing up naked. It's about breaking free of the social conditioning, becoming comfortable in our own skins, liberated from the need to ask for permission to be ourselves. Find out more at showingupnaked.com. And by Empath Yoga, built upon and including the Showing Up Naked program, the 200-hour Empath Yoga lifestyle training is for those who want to teach yoga or simply make yoga a more integral part of their daily lives. Learn more at empathyoga.com.